1: Let's get it. All football, all the time. You're listening to The Best Football Show, hosted by Brian Baldinger. This is The Best Football Show. I'm Brian Baldinger, your host, Baldy, right here. My favorite lab in the world, third floor NFL films. Just got done watching the Thursday night football game where the Jacksonville Jags just won their fourth game in a row. And they earned it. They earned the win. Um, They're a good football team. They, They played two games over in London. Came back home, decided not to have a bye week, played the Colts where they seemed to own the Colts at home. Had to travel, short week, go to New Orleans, tough place to play, took care of business. And it's interesting because there was a lot of uncertainty around the quarterback, Trevor Lawrence. Um, You know, he had a banged up knee at the end of the game against the Colts, didn't practice, got a knee brace on for the first time in his life. Kid played 54 games at Cartersville High School in Georgia, never wore a brace. Played three years at Clemson, never wore a brace. In his third year in the NFL, never had a brace on until last night. And, oh, by the way, ran for 59 yards, more than he's ever run in any game in his life on a bad knee. But that's what adrenaline does. You know, he wasn't planning on running it, but he had five or six scrambles, picked up 59 yards, three first downs. It was key. But there's a lot lot that went into this game because the Saints aren't a bad team. They just do some peculiar things, and the offense isn't very good and hasn't been very good. And until last night, outside of that dreadful game against uh, the Patriots where they won 34-0, they really had never scored more than twenty-four or 20 points in a game. They were able to do that last night and come back from 24-9, basically in the fourth quarter, to put up 15 points and to tie it up. But let's just look at what they did last night. Travis Etienne is still highly, highly productive. He scores from the two. He scores, you know, from, I don't know, 20 yards out, scores, you know, four touchdown runs in the last two games. He's been outstanding. Just finishing runs, good in the red zone, all that stuff. Uh, And last night, you know, the big star really for Jacksonville's offense was Christian Kirk. They threw to him six times, caught all six targets, scored the touchdown uh you know where it's just a, a a little drag route uh a little jerk route in the middle of the field and you know he's going up against Tyron Matthew and a little jerk route you know and uh he finishes it for a 44-yard touchdown you know to go up 30 31-24 uh you know it's an amazing play by Kirk he six catches 90 yards got the touchdown the go ahead touchdown when they needed it most but really they just look like a well-coached football team. You know, the, the offense makes sense. Trevor understands the offense. Um, he knows how to get the ball to his playmakers, whether it's Evan Ingram, whether it's Christian Kirk or Travis Etienne. Uh, they played without Zay, um, Zay Jones last night, but Jamal Agnew picked it up last night. He had a number of big plays, you know, in his spot. They just look like a well-coached team. And then you get to what they're doing defensively. And you have to say, that the tandem at linebacker right now of Devin Lloyd and Foyer Aluakuan is amongst the best in the league. They had 25 combined tackles last night. Devin Lloyd is, you know, he plays the game really fast. Last year they blitzed him a lot, but now he's better in coverage, and so he does that. But Foyer is the star. He's the star of the whole defense. He's the captain of the defense. He's the star of the defense. You know, he's on pace now for the third year in a row of leading this entire league in tackles. He leads the league in tackles again already after seven games. He leads the league in solo tackles. And he had 14 more tackles last night, but it's more than that. He defended passes in the middle of the field against Alave. He picks off a deflected pass by Darius Williams against Rashid Shahid, and he takes it to the house for an interception return for a touchdown to give them a commanding 24-19 lead in the third quarter. Um, he's all over the field. And he's a great tackler. And he it's its his speed, which is considerable. It's his instincts, which are in, uh, incredible. It's his study and knowledge of the game of where the ball is going. It's his depth of his drops when he's in pass coverage and what they do with him. It's his blitzing. Third and eight last night, you know, I mean, he, he blitzes the B gap. There's Kamara to pick him up, and he slides off Kamara. Next thing you know. You know, Derek Carr is running for his life, and um, you know he doesn't come close to pick up the first down. They got to kick a field goal at the end of the second quarter. Uh, You know, it's he's the captain of the defense. He's got the green dot on his helmet. He's getting everybody lined up. You know, he's he's just an amazing, amazing player, and he doesn't miss games. He doesn't miss plays. He lines up every down. And now him and Devin Lloyd are playing really well together. Then you look at okay, they're without probably their best corner in Tyson Campbell, although Darius Williams is making a play for that. He had an outstanding game as well. But, you know, Tyson Campbell's out. So you got a young player, Monteric Brown, uh, Yeah, Monteric Brown, number 30, making his first start this year. Second start in his whole career. It was a seventh-round pick last year out of Arkansas. And there he is out there defending um, Michael Thomas in the end zone, keeps him out of the end zone defending Alave on the last play of the game, fourth and five or fourth and six, defending that play. Like he came up big, Monteric Brown. You know, sometimes your young guy's got to step up. You know, he's not used to starting. This is his first start. He's on the road going against some elite players and making plays. So that's that. Um, You know, and then the front, the defensive front, you know, like, you know, what is Fadakasi right now? Like, they're really good up front. They're a complete defense. Josh Allen didn't have any sacks last night, but he got pressures. Um, Dewan Smoot made some good plays. Like, you just pick a guy, you know, Trayvon Walker, you no, know, he didn't have any sacks, and everybody's down on him. But he plays a role. You know, he's the outside linebacker standing up in their base defense, which is, you know, when they want to go bare. He's a hand-in-the-ground uh, pass rusher when they want to rush the passer. He's got, you know, multiplicity to his game. So then you go, okay, well, what's wrong with the Saints? Because the Saints are now uh, three and four. And offensively, they really struggle. And Derek Carr did. And you look at him, and you saw it last night. You saw, you know, what is going on in the timing of, of these routes? Because Derek Carr is seeing one thing. Alvin Kamara isn't seeing the same thing. And the ball gets bounced into the dirt, and we're all wondering, well, where's that ball supposed to go? And you hear, you know, you see Kamara doing this to himself, like it's on me, it's my fault. But I'm not here to criticize Alvin Kamara. He had 150 yards of offense last night. He was their offense. But why, why, why is that? Why isn't he seeing what Derek Carr is seeing? You know. And then we saw the same thing to Olave. You know, at the end of the game, he's running a go route, and Derek Carr is not, and he's given up on the route, and Derek Carr is throwing a go route. And it's 15 yards over his head, and you're like, why isn't he running full speed for the ball? Like, why is he pulling up? Does he think he's on the backside of the play? Like, this keeps showing up in the Saints' offense, and they were dreadful on third down. You know how many times on third and eight last night did they settle for four yards and then have to kick a field goal? Go for it on fourth down, which they they attempted six four that down, fourth downs last night. You know, they were terrible on third downs, and it's—they've been terrible on third downs. Like they're somewhere around over the last five games, including the Patriot win, they're somewhere around thirty percent on third downs, which is going to put them at the very bottom of this league. So they've got to get this stuff figured out. You know, they got ten days here, but they've got to get this figured out right now if they want to get back into this race. You know, in the NFC South, which is wide open, like nobody's—you know—running away with the division, obviously but you just say to yourself there's just too many things that aren't going well they can't get deep, they can't get any deep shots down the field um and the, the deep passing game with guys like alave, michael thomas, uh shaheed like these are good deep ball, you know, players they can't get the ball down the field so it's it's a real issue right now for them. and you see two teams last night that are going in different directions saints now just get beat, you know, the week before. Now they lose another game like that. They're they're slipping and reeling. While Jacksonville has just taken a stranglehold on the AFC South. We kind of thought they were the best team in the South. And then they lost two games in a row. And you thought, yeah, maybe not. But they put together a nice four game win streak. They've got 10 days to get ready. Like this is an impressive streak for Doug Peterson and his gang. And, you know, you're down to Tyson Campbell, you're down Zay Jones, your quarterback's got a brace on his knee. They found a way on the road on a short week. That's impressive.
2: Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's com slash sale. And book your free consult today.
1: So while that game was going on last night, and it was like, let's face it, it wasn't holding our attention early on when it's, you know, 14 to three and the Saints can't sustain a drive. And so I just pulled over um, to another computer here and another TV screen. And I saw this where... We know that Cleveland beat San Francisco in Cleveland last week, and we know that they beat them up pretty good. The quarterback, Brock Purdy, threw his first interception. The offense didn't look right. McCaffrey went out of the game. Debo went out of the game, and I heard all this talk that Miles Garrett dominated Trent, you know, Trent Williams. And I thought, okay, well, let's just go see what that looked like, because I looked at the stat page, like a lot of people did, and you know, Miles Garrett had three tackles and he had a quarterback hit but he didn't have any sacks. He didn't change the game. So I said, well, let's go find out what happened in this matchup because let's face it, Trent Williams is the gold standard at left tackle in this business. I don't believe there's anybody better than Trent. I don't believe there's anybody close to Trent at left tackle in this business. And Miles Garrett is on a different planet when it comes to just strength, how he can take over games, what it's like to defend him. So I said, let me go back and watch this game. So it it turns out that Trent Williams and Miles Garrett lined up fifteen times in one on one pass blocking, where the tight end wasn't chipping, um, where you know Trent really had a chance one on one with the elite Miles Garrett, Flash Garrett, um, you because know, Miles plays both sides. He plays over the right tackle, plays over the left tackle. Sometimes he'll come and stand over the center and just create havoc. But it was 15 pure one-on-one plays. Now, there was one that was a screen. There was one that was a bootleg. But really, 15 times. I didn't see Trent Williams get beat, honestly. Like, the last throw of the game, where the 49ers are driving down the field to get Jake Moody in the field goal range, which he missed. 41-yarder, I believe. Wide to the right. But, you know, they got him down the field. But up until the final throw where Miles Garrett hit Brock Purdy was the only time I saw him hit the quarterback. And I would freeze it at times when the ball was released. Where was Miles Garrett with in relation to Brock Purdy? And I'm watching Trent Williams just battle his butt off out there. And I know he rolled his ankle up and it's probably less than 100 percent. But I but I just watched the matchup. And Trent, you know, there's a arc, a natural arc where quarterbacks got to step up it's usually at nine and a half, 10 yards where the left tackle, the right tackle is running one of these freaks on the outside. And you say, we we, we call it like running the hoop, running the arc. And if you can keep that nine or 10 yards, the tackle is doing his job. It's up to the quarterback to step up. Sometimes he can't step up because there's pressure right in his face. And, you know, there could be a sack, but typically that's not on the offensive tackle, but that didn't happen. I saw Trent run miles Garrett around the arc. Um, a couple of different times. I saw him stand in front of him. I saw him battle him. It was a great battle. Don't get me wrong. Like Trent Williams is the best. Miles Garrett is the best. But anybody that comes out and says that Trent Williams lost that matchup or Miles Garrett dominated that game, they 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 didn't watch it. So I went back and watched it. I'm just telling you right now. It was it was a great matchup where you're just looking at great technique. And I'm watching Miles Garrett, you know, drop the anchor, like just like literally turn the corner like you know like he's a fine European sports car like he's as low as you can get when he kind of dips and rips and try to ghost Russia. like I didn't see him beat Trent and so um you know if, if maybe if Brock Purdy had to hold the ball a lot longer than he did at times the other day maybe Miles would have gotten there but when Brock Purdy was throwing the football Trent Williams was in pretty good shape other guys struggled and they blitzed a few times and you know, Jeremiah, Wusso, Coromoa came free and hit the quarterback, etc. But as far as the matchup, I thought Trent held his own and played real well out there on the edge. So anyways, that's the best football show on I'm Baldy. I'm, I'm happy that you tuned in. Uh, if you like what you hear, drop a five-star review in the ratings and follow the podcast on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. Have a great day. Have a great weekend welcome to week seven everybody i'll be here every day next week monday through friday telling you what i see in my film room basically doing all these breakdowns right here on the podcast for you.
2: have you heard of nordic knots the scandinavian rug company that has become the insider brand gracing some of the most beautiful homes around the world With rug designs by some of the world's leading designers and a signature collection of wool and jute rugs in modern colors. But Nordic Knots is not just about great design. Their mission is to make quality rugs that last with no compromises. Goodweave certified handmade pieces woven in all natural materials. At nordicknots.com, it's easy to find a rug that's just right. A curated collection in lots of colors and sizes to choose from. Even custom sizes are possible. So, whether you're the type who loves the understated elegance of their luxury essentials or the bold statements from their top designer collaborations, you can't really go wrong. Oh, and don't tell anyone, but right now, you can get a free sample with the code INNERCIRCLE. NordicKnots.com.